Mark Maxwell in studio with us here. Maybe the only book in existence uh, that incorporates Notre Dame and Georgia in the same title. Uh, From Notre Dame to Georgia, Harry Meir, the legend. We talked about this when the book came out a couple of weeks ago. Revisit the subject this morning. Mark Maxwell, thanks for your time this morning. Great to be here, Tim. And understanding that CBS, uh, halftime maybe at some point during the broadcast, they're going to focus on this as well. They're going to do a little feature on Harry Meir. his, you know, essentially they're trying to elaborate on the connection of Georgia and Notre Dame. And, of course, Harry Meir being the only head coach at the University of Georgia that actually went to Notre Dame and played at Notre Dame under Rockney in the, um, actually, 100 years ago today. Wow. Wow, that far back. Okay, step us through the, the rest of the connection here. How does he end up, how does he start there, how does he end up here? Well, the truth of the matter is that um, obviously back in the day, uh, 100 years ago, when Rockney was the coach, Notre Dame was the powerhouse in the country. And if you played under Newt Rockney um, and, and sought any interest at all in becoming a coach, you became a coach because every college in the country wanted you. A little bit um, like put it in today's context. If, if you coached on Nick Saban's staff in Alabama, you go to the head of the line. There you go. And Kirby proves that. Yeah. And yeah. he's pretty successful. And, and quite frankly, so were the Notre Dame coaches. They were very successful. Um, uh, coach uh, Kid Woodruff didn't go to Notre Dame, but he did coach in the early 20s at Georgia. And he knew about this uh, coaching tree from Notre Dame. So it was his desire to, to get coaches from Notre Dame. And he did. The, f- the first one he actually got was Frank Thomas. And then he got, um, obviously, Harry Meir. And if, if anyone knows who Frank Thomas is, well, if you look at the University of Alabama and you look at the winning percentage, the winningest coach at Alabama <laughs> is not Bear Bryant. And it's not, <laughs> not Nick, Saban. Nick Saban. It's wow. Frank Thomas. Wow. Which is 8-8. Eight, eight. Uh, Frank Thomas is – actually, he's seven ninety five. Wow. Saban is seven eighty five And – Bryant is 780. Wow. So Saban will probably. Yeah, I had some success back in the day. Okay, so so Georgia at this moment is casting about for a coach a century ago or so, casting about for a coach and settling on this guy, Mir. What was the status of Georgia football at that point in history? Well, the um, Steg, uh, which the Stegman Coliseum is named after, he actually coached in the early 20s, and he's the one that brought Kid Woodruff, who actually played at Georgia, in the early 1910s, he was a quarterback, and then he went on to um, Columbus and became a successful businessman. And he was lured to come back to coaching, and his, his contract was a dollar a year. And in, in the, he said he would coach for five years, and he coached up until 27. And the 27 was the undefeated Dream and Wonder team mm. that ended up losing to Tech. And the very next year, 28, is when Mir took over. And, of course, 29 was when we had the dedication game against Yale. Uh, Sanford Stadium. What becomes Sanford Stadium? Became Sanford, Sanford Stadium. So that's kind of the deal. And, you know, early on, a lot of people don't realize how young Newt Rockney was when he died. He was 43. I think he was in the late 30s, early 40s. Yeah, okay, 43. 43. His plane went plane down. Crash. His plane went down in 31, March of 31. And when his plane went down, 200 of his former players were actually coaching. My goodness. We had, that's not a coaching tree. That's a coaching forest. That's a coaching forest. And we had five. Wow. We had five. Wow. Mark Maxwell, again, the book, uh, From Notre Dame to Georgia, Harry Meir, the legend. Okay, how'd Harry Meir do here? Well enough to get his name on our athletic building, for sure. Well, he did He did well. He, he, he never won a championship, which eventually got him fired. Hmm. 
he would <laughs> some he, things never change some things never change he um his 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 story is so interesting because he coached here from 20 head coach from 28 to 37 and then he went to Ole Miss and then he came back in 46 to Atlanta and became a writer for the Journal Constitution oh, wow. for 25 years wow. so he was a reporter very very funny man he would go around and give talks one of his favorite stories he would love to tell is um in 1929, when they won the Yale game, mm-hmm. that Georgia gave him a lifetime contract. And in 1937, they pronounced him dead and fired him. <laughs> and that's, I mean, 25 years at the, the age of what we, the Atlanta Journal or Constitution, one or the other. I mean, that's a career in and of itself. Oh, he was. Um, Coach Dooley, you know, in talking with him about, because, of course, he knew Harry Muir. And um, he, he had a column called Monday Morning Quarterback, and he would, he would, Talk about the games. And actually, at that same time, there was a Sunday television show um, that he was on with with um, you know the with very famous uh, writers, and he would always steal the show. <laughs> he would always steal the show. Not only did he write for the General Constitution, but he actually had a kind of a sideline gig going on that he would do scouting. And um, one of Bobby Dodd, who coached obviously at Georgia Tech, mm-hmm. never was able to beat Charlie Trippy. <laughs> and one of the one of the articles is a is a really funny article where Mir was a uh, Bobby Dodd asked him how, what, how do we beat Trippy and he basically said you need to do like a seven three two one defense which of course if you do the numbers <laughs> and he and he said the strength is too many men and the yeah. the, the the weakness is the it's uh, against the rule yeah. well the uh, <laughs> officials may know how to yeah. count yeah exactly yeah again uh, Mark Maxwell with us the book from Notre Dame to Georgia Harry Mir the legend how did Mir end up with his name on that building. Well, essentially, when, when the building was built, it was, it was open in 87. So Coach Dooley was, of course, still coaching. Mm-hmm. And, you know, he's the most famous name sure. in Georgia history. And Wally Butts was very successful. He had a couple of – he had four SEC championships and a couple of uh, national championships, possibly, you know, the 42 team and the 46 team. And so prior to that, they're, they're really – who else was there? And, and Mir, the, the years that he coached, his, you know, his last captain was Bill Hartman. Hmm. So you, can, you, you realize that the success of the businessmen in 1987 that would have been in their 60s, yeah. early 70s, who are they? They're the guys that played under Harry you know, Mir. You, you just you play that degrees of separation thing, and you start with Newt Rockney, and you work through Harry Mir, and you go through Bill Hartman, and you get to Vince Dooley. I mean, that that's just an amazing chain, and all the links in it. Well, one of in, he had plenty of famous players. Spec Towns, mm. he 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 played for Mir, and um, in fact, it's it's funny um, when when Spec went over to Berlin and won gold in the '36 Olympics. He was he was doing some other uh, track meets in the fall over in Europe, and uh, Mir had to write him a letter and say, you know, get back to Athens and play the real sport. <laughs> Mark Maxwell, this is an amazing town in that respect. I was talking about this the other day in my neighborhood. You mentioned Charlie Trippy. There's down the street. There are three pro football players. All of them played at Georgia in my neighborhood. You know, a couple of homes over, a couple of neighborhoods over. Vince Dooley's house down the road is Kirby Smart's house. It's just Athens. You're walking around and imagine this weekend. You're going to bump into this weekend as we become the epicenter of college football. I'll let you go on this one. I've talked about this a couple of times this morning, Mark Maxwell. And back to Notre Dame for a quick moment here. We're two touchdown favorites over these guys. If this is somebody else rolling in here, no matter the resume, we did okay. We're two touchdown favorites, and it's not the event of the decade. This is, and it's because, truthfully, yeah, okay, Georgia, you're probably the better team. 
Notre Dame is the bigger story and almost always will be. They're, they're Notre Dame. Yes, they're Notre Dame. And if, if you actually look at the, the record, Georgia has played Notre Dame twice. Yeah, beaten them twice. They've beaten them twice. But if you look at the point differential, it's eight points. Yeah, very close. Eight points. The one was seven, mm-hmm. and one was one. Yeah. Uh, two weeks ago at the Atlanta, t- at the Athens Touchdown Club, our flashback was Frank Ross, who was the captain of the AV team. We actually had two flashbacks that night. One of them was Frank Ross, Georgia player, captain of the AV team, and the other was a captain of the Notre Dame team, <laughs> John Sweeney, who's a, who's a doctor down. He was the fullback for um, Notre Dame that day, and he actually said that he they didn't even think Georgia was that good. And if you go back and look at the game, could have gone either way. Georgia won seventeen to ten. Do you know what the first down ratio was? I'm guessing Notre Dame was way out. Seventeen to ten. Yeah. The other way. <laughs> Barely. Threw Notre the Dame ball. missed four yeah. field goals and yeah. had 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 um, uh, four turnovers. Yeah. Three. Yeah. No. Three interceptions. What Buck throw the two times that one day? time? One time. One time. Well, no, he threw more. He yeah. only completed, completed one. one. Yeah, completed one. Not a, not a, not a, and you know Herschel had a wonderful night. Yeah. yeah. With a broken collarbone or whatever, it was. Uh, dislocated, shoulder, dislocated shoulder. Which, quite frankly, the 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 most valuable player that night was probably uh, Doctor Mulheron. <laughs> Kept him in the lineup. Mark Maxwell. Quickly, where can folks get the book from Notre Dame to Georgia? Harry Meir, the legend. It's available at the UGA bookstore and the Red Zone.